as photos of empty shelves are again popping up on social media and stores, uh, toilet paper suppliers are saying that there's nothing to worry about, we've got you covered. But, you know, humans tell us that toilet paper shelves might be empty and we'll buy enough to build a TP bunker in our living rooms. Kroger stores are now limiting people to two packs. In a statement, Charmin said that together with their supply partners, they're continuing to produce and ship Charmin 24-7. Yet still today, according to Charmin, consumers are purchasing at record levels. Back in April, the pandemic scared the poop out of all of us. Americans spent $1.4 billion on toilet paper in just four weeks. $1.4 billion with a B. That's more than double the normal amount of TP. So today on Dumb Money Live, what stock market investments might pay off as Americans stock up on TP, paper towels, frozen goods, all kinds of good lockdown essentials. This is Dumb Money Live with Chris Camillo, Dave Hansen, and Jordan McLean, streaming live on YouTube. We are Dumb Money. Hey there, Dave here, along with Chris and Jordan. We are Dumb Money. This is Dumb Money Live. If you have not done it yet, please give the like button a gentle wipe. <laughs> Chris, Jordan. Jordan. Jordan, where's your wine? Everyone said, this... I we're doing happy hour today. It's Friday. Oh, we're doing happy hour? I can go get some. This is not the kind of two-pack habit that I'm used to, Dave. You get a two-pack Charmin habit is uh, all you're allowed now? Two, you, two uh, well, it's not two rolls, but two you know, 30 roll, you know, the biggest one you can get, but you can only go two per visit. That's which, a shitload of toilet paper though. That really Dude. is, what? if you think about Sorry. it. Now, now, back back in March and April, for some reason, the whole country thought that the best way to prepare for a pandemic was hoarding toilet paper. Um, like somehow we were going to wipe the virus out of existence. I've been working on that all day, sorry. <laughs> um, but, but pretty much, like once the store shelves got restocked, there was no problem, right? The the supply chains were fine, everything was fine. So now out of nowhere, just because we're seeing numbers go up and the word lockdown is being thrown around, people are now going back out and hoarding. Can I just, can I give myself credit here? I want to, I want to like give myself a little bit of credit. You know, this show is all about having a prepared mind. Not just yes. when it comes to, it, I guess the show is about investing. But that carries over to other areas of life, right? So you know what I did in February. I stockpiled in February when supply was ample, like a responsible American. Yeah, right? you didn't wait until March and April when critical supply levels were happening. You did this well in advance. Okay, well, let me tell you how much I did in advance. I bought six months of paper towels, toilet paper, Kleenex, frozen goods. You know, I had 300 burgers in my freezer. I had my house ready to go to where I wouldn't need to step outside for six months and I'd be fine. Now, also like a responsible citizen, right when supplies were getting replenished and there was plenty to go around, June, I think it was about June, I replenished for another eight months, eight to nine months. So I am good through February, okay? Like if I took you to my garage right now, you would see a stack of paper towels and toilet paper going to the ceiling so high that every few days something falls. It's like a pyramid falling and I have to like restack it. Like I'm talking <laughs> 16 feet high, hundreds and hundreds of, but here's the thing, I did it responsibly when we had supply. I didn't wait till we had a shortage and then I'm taking it from other people that need it, right? No, totally, like I'm yeah. doing it 
responsible. I was, I was doing it at the same time as you and had plenty of both toilet paper and paper towels and food and stupid stuff like dishwashing detergent and stuff that you just didn't know how long it would last. So, um, and non-perishable, so it was fine. But uh, after the stocks all came back and everything was fine, I had plenty. I, you know, then I got back onto a normal schedule of, you know, Amazon subscribe and save, and I get my delivery every month, and everything's great. Until I think a couple months ago, I, I had to miss one delivery of paper towels uh, because it was out of stock or they couldn't do it, and then I, then my whole system was out of whack, and so <laughs> then I had to double double order, and then I'm now back on a schedule, but. Um, Dave, Last you're not night, living month to month, are you? On paper towels? No, I'm, I'm living. Paper? I'm living one month in the future. Why would you do that? You, that's crazy. Because I know this that just four houses away, there's a crazy guy who has a like year supply in his garage, and I know how to get into his garage. <laughs> that's why. That's I mean, why that's it. That's all. That I have a little safety net because of you. But last night, I was just just thinking I need to get a little bit further ahead in my supply. I'm, I, st I still have plenty, but I wanted to just see. And my bounty paper towels, the 30 regular roll, you know, the jumbo rolls that is the same as 30 regular rolls that I normally get, they normally are $30, like $28. I just, that, that's the, my go-to, that's in my subscribe and save. I've been getting them for years. Uh, yesterday, they were $90 like $89 from one supplier, $95 from another supplier, none of the normal suppliers. These are all just like, you know, resellers, gouging. Yeah, it is I do, I just do what you do, Dave, and I've got the subscribe and save. We have about, I, I would say about a month extra, but that that's not different than what it was before. We've just yeah, always- I was always a month ahead. About a month extra. And, and occasionally the, I'd have yeah. so much that I would skip one. You know, and, right. th and that's yeah, what that's I, about, I, instead of instead of not having enough, I always get more than I need and then skip if I need to. Yeah, that's kind of what we are. So like, I'm not that worried about it. I figure if we totally run out and this thing turns crazy, I'll just buy a bunch of those bidet seats, um, and uh, that'll be that'll be what we do. Oh, those are gonna be the next things to sell out. Subscribe and save because of what you told me, Dave, and that's a great it's a great idea because you're like you're at the top of the list. You're at the very top of the list, right? Yeah to get that inventory. That's like the biggest secret out there is Amazon subscribe. But I also have a six months to eight month stockpile sitting behind my subscribe and save. So I'm not having to dip into my stockpile. And I just might do that in perpetuity at this point. And do you, in fact, do you remember, talk about something crazy. Do you remember how crazy everyone thought I was? This, I think it was the second, third week of February when I was going to paint shop to paint shop buying these N95 masks, right? And like oh, yeah. I bought 400 of these N95s, right? And these little 20 yeah. packs. Before anyone had even heard of what an N95 was, or that that was not a part of our everyday vernacular, you were going around <laughs> buying them. And, and, and I went to a dad's dinner and told everyone, I was like, guys, you need to buy a freezer for your garage. And, and, and this is the freezer to buy. Go buy the N95s from the paint shop, buy toilet paper, buy paper. Everybody thought I was mentally insane. And sure enough, three weeks later, people are calling me. I just got the freezer. I got the last one from like Best Buy or whatever. Mm -hmm. Dude, and you saw me, how many burgers did I buy from Santa? Like 300? I just gave them. You know what, you had you know hundreds what I thought that you delivered you to that. You told me you were doing that. So I went to Costco the very next day and I bought like four briskets and like five pork shoulders. <laughs> Yes. You did. People were like, "You putting on a, you putting on a barbecue this weekend?" I'm like, "No, it's uh, it's my, 
It's my prepper. That's and exactly what Sam said, said to me. Because it was long before there was any kind of shortage. I, I did give away almost 100% of those N95s I donated very early in the pandemic, like late March, yeah. to our local hospital, UT Southwestern here in Dallas. The nurses needed them. I gave all of them away. I think I kept like 20 or 25 for myself out of the 400, gave the rest away. And then um, when the food supply chain seemed to be uh, stable, you gave away all of your frozen meat too, because I, I know you, Megan delivered it to a uh, local charity here in town for you. Yeah, now I, I will say this, Dave, I had got my eye, I, I, I'm laser focused on those meat suppliers. And the second I hear that there's any type of issue with the supply chain, like for my restaurant, I usually find out first from my restaurant, they give me a yep. heads up. I will immediately go out and restock that freezer with another 200, 300 burgers, steaks, the whole nine yards. Like that's gonna happen. And you know, I got a generator for the house at the same time, right? Everyone knows nuts. I got a generator, a whole home generator from Generac. By the way, that investment is paid for my generator times 10 at this that's point. That's the way we like to do it. Times 20 maybe. Even. It was a 30, that generator is huge, by the way. It looks like it should be like next to a big office building, it's that big. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually surprised at how big that is. The technology I seems around right now and show you the generator, show you my stockpile. It's insane. But I do think we're getting into another period right now when, when the, the same thing's going to happen. Like, can you read the text from Jerry without 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 specifically giving away the name of the company? Yeah, I don't want. Let me find it. It's a private company, so it's not insider trading or anything like that. Um, this is just an FYI from uh, his neighbor that works for a specific company that makes paper products for a specific retailer. Um, he said that demand is similar to what happened a few months ago. Uh, he said to go buy some. <laughs> yes, uh, one of the top. But but if you actually if you actually look at the um, the companies the statements they've issued, they're saying don't worry about it. We've got this figured out. The retailers are replenishing their their inventory on a normal kind of schedule. We're we're producing more than we ever have before. Uh, P and G, the the uh, Charmin and Bounty, that that's that's my go to. They say they're not forecasting a shortage. They say their supply chains are normalized. They're saying that. Uh, that everything would be fine. Um, Kimberly Clark, who makes uh, Scott and Cottonelle, is saying that they've accelerated production levels. They've cut down on product variations so they can prioritize high demand items. So, it, please, every uh, the people who make toilet paper are saying, don't worry about it. But the people who Do work at the companies them? that make the toilet paper are uh, privately telling their neighbors, you might want to have, you know, a little supply on standby. Those bozos don't have a clue. I mean, can I just say this? My one of my very best friends, growing up, you know him, Dave, uh, was you know his family owned one of the largest paper and chemical yeah. privately owned companies in the Southwest. I think it might be nationwide. I don't know, but they're private. And we, I was just talking to our buddy Patrick about this. He, the margins are so thin on that stuff, and you have to. The amount of trucks and warehousing that you have to have for these stupid, big, huge crates of paper products is so insane. It's next to impossible for these guys to ramp up production because even if they ramp up production, just you need more capacity for distribution and warehousing. It's very tough. Yep. And I don't even think they know what they're doing because I was shocked. I was shocked when Kimberly Clark 
which is the premier company that you would want to trade for all this, right? Because they have toilet paper, they have paper towels, they have diapers. And unlike Procter & Gamble, they don't have a lot of the random stuff. Now, I will say this, they do have a professional division, okay, that sells to office buildings, and that's been in the dumps. They're down like 25, 30%. But I was shocked that when they released earnings very recently, a few weeks ago, that they missed earnings in the middle of the dream setup for, yep. and, and by the way, was their consumer business was up, but it was up like 20%. It was like I thought I thought they said I thought they said paper product like the consumer paper products were up fifteen, but the business was down like twenty or twenty five. Yeah, but, but but Jordan, how can the consumer the consumer product should have been up two hundred percent? I mean, guys, if they would just just go into overtime, just make it happen, double triple capacity for a short period of time. It's paper towels for God's sake. It's toilet paper. Listen, so am I excited? Investing in a company like that, even going into what looks like to be another shortage of these products, I'm not excited. But did I do it? Yeah, I did it, and I'll tell you why. Did you? Which in <laughs> Kimberly Clark and P and G? What did you do? Because here's the thesis. Here's the thesis. I bought. I bought three trades. Let me just talk about my Kimberly Clark trade. I bought Kimberly Clark today, and here's why. I don't believe they're going to figure out how to make more money off this. I have no interest in owning Kimberly Clark long term. But I do think, remember when we were timing back in March when peak toilet paper distress was going to be? Like we were trying to time those trades around peak distress of, oh my God, they're selling out. And the lines at the stores and the peak panic, right? Yep. I think. I, the stories about Costco specifically running out of toilet paper and putting limits just started to hit in the last 24 to 48 hours, it looks like, in a big way. So I think we're going to probably reach peak toilet paper panic in the next four to 12 days, okay? And to me, that's a really nice tailwind, even for a junky company like Kimberly Clark to pop another point or two. I don't know how much it's going to pop, right? But like, give me two, three, four, five percent. Yeah. I well, and the fact that they did just miss their earnings back in late October, right? And yeah. were punished at the stock price. Are you having a happy hour cocktail right now? Yeah, I thought we all. This is what you guys told me we were doing. Well, you never Hold came on, to my house to, uh, news, to grab a the beer. The bigger news is what is up with that koozie that has the oh. iPhone pop socket thing on it? Isn't that nice? It's a it's a uh, tropical koozie. You could just look at that. How great is that? It's a, yeah, <laughs> pop socket attached to it. I don't know. I bought it at a gas station. I like it. Wow, Did you buy a gas like, station koozie during the pandemic? Looks like something you'd no, buy I at a gas station. Pandemic, but still, I mean, it's it's my favorite, you know, uh, bottle koozie. Anyway, so I did buy Kimberly Clark, and I really want to sell it. I want to sell it as soon as possible. So I hope I get a few percentage points out of it in the next week or so. I would love to be out of this thing by next Friday. Unless I think peak uh, toilet paper distress is going to happen next weekend, in which case I'll hold it through next weekend and sell it the following week. So that's my first trade. What, uh, did you guys trade on this yet? I did not trade on this. I have um, two more. I have two do more. you? 
Yeah. So like. I just I saw in the, the live chat that the uh, president is speaking uh, on a Operation Warp Speed right now. I'm not sure if we wanted to uh, listen in on, on that. He, you know, I, oh, is this I where he takes credit for that. all the vaccines that are uh, yeah, under production? To to him. Um, He's going to say that he has got the military queued up, ready to go, that this is all his, de his doing, right? Operation Warp Speed, the vaccine, Pfizer even though Pfizer did not take any government money and you know they sold him some product pre sold him some product he is basically just doing this as a rally right so which is fine nothing wrong with that um, but that's what he's doing i don't think there's anything meaningful that we're going to hear he's not going to deliver any data results is he going to say super duper again i like it when he did that he said that trump remember didn't he say like super what did he say I, Hold on. I don't i don't know i don't know but 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 I do have a couple more trades. Super duper missile. They were developing a super duper missile. Super missile. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna to, miss is that is that going to be uh, to deliver vaccines to the people? Yeah. By yeah, by maybe. missile. Maybe. To shoot it shoot it from the sky. Uh, okay. Um, I will talk about Peloton, guys. Don't you worry. We're gonna talk about Peloton again. But I have two more trades. I think you'll like, Dave. Um, hey, hold on. Before we get into that, did you uh, did you sell your Neo today? Or are you still in it? Why would I sell my Neo? The uh, short seller came out and it dropped like a ton today. How much was a ton? Uh, I mean, I think it ended seven, but it was down like thirteen percent at one point, even though it was up ten percent at one point. So this, oh. this is a five day chart. It went from around fifty four down to forty four, but I mean, yeah. if you bought it. Anytime, like a month ago, you're still yeah, you could doing. Yeah, you still be sitting pretty. Fantastic. But okay. It just it was a kind of a rough day for it. All right. I, I don't I don't like investing in Chinese companies. Yeah. I made an exception for Neo. Um, I don't know what the, I, I haven't read the short report. I will read it. I'll tell you. It was all based on valuation. It wasn't. I don't think there was any fraud or anything that they were talking about. Oh, it was all yeah, it was all valuation based. Yeah. I don't care about that. I'm I'm long Neo. We're gonna talk. We're gonna do our Neo episode next week. That's for sure with with, with Leon. And I will say this: um, uh, when I read that short report on Peloton back when it was twenty something, saying it was going to five bucks a share, right? Remember that was the uh, I forget the name of the short seller. I read that report, and that report made me feel so great about Peloton. I was like, it was the biggest like just throwing everything you could at the company. It wasn't like, hey, we're shorting it for this reason. It was, we're going to try to destroy this company. I'm going to pull out every reason, every possible risk factor, and just throw them all in a loosely worded short report. I thought it was a big pile of junk. And that's what made me so confident to go in big on Peloton in the 20s. Uh, I will read this one if they make sense. I, I don't know. I might sell my Neo, but I, we'll see. Um, here is the thing, guys. You're gonna like these trades. I know what's, Dave. Yeah. Will. What's your other trade? Who really wins with this stupid toilet paper stuff? Because it's really not Kimberly Clark or Procter and Gamble. Is it like Come Costco, up. Walmart, um, Amazon? Is that? Uh, I, yeah. I pulled up Costco's chart just a minute ago. They're just already trading so high. Amazon. Amazon. High. I don't want to be in it for long either. But again, I feel like it's a. And Walmart sky high too. 
it's a positive tailwind for Costco, if you think about it, if we do reach peak toilet paper, paper panic in the next week to 10 yeah, days. Yeah, because people will be in there and they're like, well, the, the store does, is a disaster anyway, so I might as well stock up on everything else too. Jordan, of course, but you know what it's going to, yeah. it's not about toilet paper. Like this, we're talking about toilet paper, but this is way bigger than toilet paper. Because what we're really talking about is stockpiling yeah. inside of four stores, Costco, yeah. Target, Amazon, make it three stores, Costco, Target, and Amazon. Now, well, Walmart, Target. Walmart. Uh, yeah, and Walmart, excuse me, yes, and Walmart. So I'm definitely not buying Walmart after my PS5 issue that yesterday that I really beat them down on over Twitter. I Wait, are you wanting a PS5 for some reason? I can't talk about it right now loudly. It's in my house. But yes, you know, there's a reason for it. Uh, it's not for me. It's a secret, but, secret PS5 issue. But, but, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, oh, I'm not buying Walmart, but I did buy Costco and I did buy Amazon. So I, I doubled down on Amazon Day through options just for okay. a week, expiring next Friday. Double down. That's a lot you of options. You know what? If people see the lines. If they see the lines at Costco, if they see the lines at Target, like they did back in March, April, because people yeah. want to stockpile food and paper towel, what it's gonna run? It's gonna run up the uh, stay-at-home trade again. Yep. You know, and, and so like in terms well, of stock, and, the stockpile trade. And the stock other trade that we kind of you know, the reason Walmart and Target you might also want to stay away from. They have their earnings next week, so that is there's there's opposing forces if you're trying to play toilet paper and they have worse than expected earnings that's not good for you i think they're going to have pretty pretty good earnings honestly i think so I too mean, but that's what i'm saying if that's probably already priced in you think they're going to have good earnings that's priced in if they don't yeah, do quite as good as the expectations then you may get hurt if you're just trying to play toilet paper i'm i'm playing stock up lines outside of stores in the next few days and you know, being a net tailwind. It's not, it's far from a lock, but I feel like it's, you know, we always say this, you're betting on roulette and you can bet on black when you know they pulled a few reds off the table. That's all it is. It's yeah. just a few, a few additional points of advantage that maybe aren't fully disseminate, disseminated into the market for that stock. That's all. It's, it's, it's not even medium conviction. But are, are you looking at all and at the, any of the other consumer goods? Campbell's Soup, General Mills, uh, like Tyson, like any any of the other the food companies? Here's the thing, Dave. It probably doesn't matter that much. Which one? Like we always say this. Like it doesn't really matter that much if you're trading based on information impacting a sector of a we'll call it the stockpile sector, whatever. Yeah. Does it really matter which one you own? I don't know. I just, I, I felt like I like investing in ones that have higher liquidity, right? So I threw it in Amazon. I threw Amazon options and Costco options, both expiring next Friday, both at the money. Um, whoa, sorry, guys. So that's it. That's my, that's my whole trade on toilet paper. It's not going to last long and I'm not super confident in it, but why not? It's something that's happening right now. There's it's probably worth a drive-by on Target uh, over the weekend, though, just to see if lines are stacking up. Don't I feel like Target's just going to be jam-packed like it has been. Target's been on fire, dude. Well, and people are buying, like, you know, starting to get ready for Christmas decorations and stuff like that, too. So dude. That, that could be... Totally. Well, and there's, there's this uh, looming kind of 
you might be afraid to leave. You may not want to go to a store. This is maybe the last chance to actually go do some of the errands that you've been waiting to do. Not for me. I, I would, why would you ever go into it to any store when you have it delivered by Amazon? But I'm just saying that the fact that people are going to Target, they may be rushing there now before it gets worse. No, you, you're, you're totally right. You're totally right. So that that's the trade. That's the toilet paper trade. And I have plenty of toilet paper. I'm set. Now I have my toilet I still paper. Have, I still have a leftover supply from my uh, my stock up. Like at least one of the big cases, maybe two. If it gets bad, I'm just buying a bidet. Or just a garden hose run it through your bathroom window. It'll be I fine. Mean, that's, that's one or just way go in the backyard. That's true. <laughs> I, I, mean, I won't do that. We'll, we'll all survive. Um, Peloton just, just destroyed me today. Okay? Just destroyed yeah. me again today. Uh, it was down seven percent, nine dollars. I was like, "Is that necessary?" Well, here's, necessary. Here's positive. Here's a positive. It was the last time I checked, at least, it was a low volume day for Peloton. I'll check again right now. If it's a high volume day and that happens, you know, actually everything was a low volume day. I was looking at all these, um, the uh, the um, coming back trades, the uh, back to business trades or whatever we're calling them. Mm -hmm. And they were just as low volume, but they were all on the buy side. So I think it was just like a low level of, you know, people getting out of their stay at homes and getting ready for the, the vaccine trades. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I it's it's. I think people are confused right now. Listen, you we've been talking about this all week. I'm confused. I'm not, like, I'm not confused. I know what I want to do, but it's really hard to press down on the trade really hard when you're confused about what other people think and what other people are going to do. So I think the market's trying to figure out, are we ready for the bounce back trade? Whoa. Are we ready? Are we? <laughs> My kids, when they get out of homeschool every day, it's like remote school, they start screaming freedom. That was them right now. They're screaming. Screaming freedom? Freedom. As you know what's house. funny? That's actually what I do when I get off the camera for uh, dumb money. <laughs> <laughs> he runs around his house, pours oh a big glass of wine. Um, by, okay, so by the way, so what were, what were we just talking about? I don't, I don't even remember. Jordan, what were you just saying? I don't know. <laughs> I think uh, it's time for uh, oh, just low for Jordan to go open a box people, of wine. People, I think this is just like a low level of people. Some people were getting out of their you know stay at home trades and starting to buy the vaccine recovery trades. Uh, yeah, the last the last two days were, were both fairly low uh, volume days for um, for Peloton. That's that's what you were talking about. Um, the day that they went down uh, four days ago, just after earnings, was a very high volume day of of, of down. Right. Yeah, I mean, listen, people don't know if they're ready for the bounce back trade or they really need to sell off these stay at home trades. And nobody knows what they want to do with Peloton, right? We've been talking about that all week. Yeah. So I know what I want to do. I want to go back in on a full $10 million of travel and partying and liquor stocks and concert stocks. That's what I want to do. But I'm Is that what you did today? What? Is that what you did today? No, I'm holding oh. firm with my $5 million uh, portfolio of bounce back stocks. I'm, I'm still looking at doubling down on that in the next seven to 14 days, uh, right when we hit that peak panic of, of the pandemic, when the numbers start to flatline at what I hope will be the lowest levels of the year, right, highest levels of the year, uh, and then they start to slowly go in the other direction. That's when I'm going to press hard 
hard on that trade. Until Thanksgiving jacks everything up? Well, it won't. I mean, what's today's date, Jordan? Uh, what t- it's a fifteenth. It's a thirteenth. Thirteenth. And when's when's Thanksgiving? The twenty-sixth. So we've got almost two weeks before Thanksgiving. We've got thirteen days till Thanksgiving. Okay, so I, I, this is gonna this I'm gonna put this trade on around Thanksgiving time. Uh, I don't know if it'll be before or after, but I think we'll get a feel for how serious everyone's taking this. Look at I feel like about with schools. They're a week after Thanksgiving, system. you'll have better clarity on what Thanksgiving does. I mean, I you know that's I. I can't see myself going super long until after like a week after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but they're closing the schools down, right? So that's happening starting this week. Detroit, New York, looks like it might happen on Monday. Uh, some Dallas schools in the suburbs here started to close down, or Fort Worth started to close down. What are they doing in Chicago, by the way? Because that's the worst place right now. Do we know? I, I don't know, but it seems like once New York goes down, that's kind of the national... <laughs> You're pro- you can now do this without getting in trouble, right? Like nobody in a suburb or tier two city wants to be the first to close their school down because they have to deal with parents. Nobody wants to deal with parents. So you know what's going to happen. We're going to basically have a few big cities do this, and then that will embolden all the other cities to do it, and then it will become okay to do it. And then before you know it, we'll have something pretty close to a national shutdown of schools uh, everyone will take this seriously. The the you know number of infections will start to level off about seven ten days after that happens, and then we're off to the races. Then we're we're you know we're good then, right? We're we're getting into vaccine season. Then we'll start to get vaccinations in December, hopefully for first frontline workers. Uh, we'll start to have visibility into when vaccinations are going to happen in January, February, March for the rest of the world, and. The market will just look forward, and, and I, you, you know, every day you wait at that point. I think is a day that you're potentially losing on upside. I think there's going to be, you know, these stocks are going to move pretty quick at that point. All the bounce back stuff. By the way, we're not financial advisors. Don't do what we we do. Just learn from our, you know, strategy and make your own decisions. Do your own research. We do not know your risk tolerance. Um, so, uh, so Trump did Trump really say the vaccine won't be delivered to New York? For CNBC? No, come on. He didn't say that. <laughs> there's, um, no, there's no someone in our comments said that. Chicago. So, so, so some of the headlines out of out of the uh, Trump story: vaccine will be given to frontline workers, elderly, and high risk individuals immediately. Um, they're working to secure emergency use authorization, which could should come down uh, extremely soon. Um, the uh, President Trump says the COVID-19 vaccine will be free. Uh, it will be available as soon as April. The vaccine will be available to entire general population. Um, these are just some of the summary headlines at the bottom of the screen on NBC. So thanks, Lester Holt, for typing that up for me. It's very nice. <laughs> so no news. This, this, is how no we, news. This, is, this is how I get my news. I just uh, rewind through through news stories. <laughs> yeah. So you get everything in like reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we got we got um, some, I guess, some of the news stations called the uh, last couple states. Oh, I did see that today, yeah. So Georgia, they're saying Biden, South Carolina Trumps, and Arizona Trumps. Well, oh, I'm sorry, Arizona I, Biden, sorry. If that's not the biggest no news news story I've ever seen, like... Seriously, they're calling it a week after they happened. 
Oh. But, <laughs> you know, you know what? So there's another trade here. All of us that were doing fantasy election, we can now have some closure on our uh, on our fantasy maps. Um, you're, you're, you blew up your map like. Oh, my map. In the first hour of the. Dude, yeah. Florida blew up my map. Um, guys, there is another trade here, and it's the uh, Trump concession trade. So I think that was on most of the day today. It, it, it appeared evident today that, you know, as additional, uh, you know, Republicans in the administration start to come out and, and give hints that uh, Biden has won, uh, it becomes really evident there's not much Trump can do here. Also, there's whispers that Trump, you know, Trump talked to what, Geraldo Rivera? How is Geraldo Rivera? Is Rivera, is he in the administration now? Is he Trump? I don't know. I, I also saw that quote where it's, it was quoting Roldo Rivera uh, like Trump aide or something. And I didn't I really understand I thought that guy was going to completely go away when he was giving away troop positions in the, uh, the second Iraq uh, conflict. <laughs> do you remember that whole deal? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I, I thought so too, Jordan. But, you know, he's taken a turn. But he said that Trump, he spoke to Trump. And Trump says he's going to do the right thing, that he believes in the Constitution. And he also said why he's waiting on to see what states do, if states end up, you know, acknowledging and, I guess, validating the vote or whatever it is that they do. So, listen, between that and all the talk about Fox News yesterday, I think it, we're starting to turn here, right? We're starting to turn the corner of Trump. The Trump concession is coming. It's just a matter of when and how he does it and what he says, but it's coming. And I think we can all, there's a degree of comfort in the market that we're not going to have this weird coup, right, <laughs> happen in government. Not that we thought that was really going to happen, but the market wanted to be assured of that. I think today is the first day that they really feel assured of that. So I would have to imagine, guys, that this is going to start to accelerate over the next few days. And by Monday or Tuesday of next week, the whole contested election thing is going to be completely off the table. Wouldn't you kind of agree by then? Yeah, right? I, I think so the, for sure. That's that that seems like a reasonable time frame. But so I think that's that has to be a net positive for the market. Like I don't see how that isn't a net pop. By the way, I took my hedge, my market hedge off this morning. Jordan, yeah, I lost about sixty thousand dollars on that market. Yeah, edge. that's about that's a yeah that that makes perfect sense. Yeah, so it, it is what it is. It, it was the insurance that I felt I needed, and I took it off today. Uh, I do feel that we have some pretty big tailwinds in the market, with the exception of the pandemic, which I, it's really hard to figure out how big of a factor it's going to be. I mean, what do, what do you guys think? We have a positive with Trump conceding, and now everyone realizing that. We have a positive with the vaccine and another vaccine, Moderna, that is more than likely to be to be a 90% vaccine. We hope. Uh, we have, but then we have the negative of the worsening stay-at-home, right? The worsening uh, trade of the shutdown trade. What's here's what I think, and I could be wrong, right? So we've got, and so basically everything that you said. It's like a volley of information. So you either, like people aren't pulling their money wholesale out of the market. It doesn't seem like, I mean, they might, but I don't see that happening. I see them just bouncing back between the bounce back stocks and the stay at home stocks, right? And they just like, where do you put your money? And, it's and that's what we saw the flow. first time around. Yeah. We, we basically saw right. that every other day there was a different headline. It was like, oh, stimulus is coming. Oh, it's the, the virus is getting worse. So we have this and we have the, it was every day we had a different news cycle. Maybe not every day. It was like in two or three day bursts though, where, it would just turn.
I, yeah. I will say that um, all of my bounce back trades that I was down, you know, 17% or something like that, uh, they have, for the most part, come back because because I uh, keep track of it in a separate spreadsheet just to be able to report how those trades are doing. I do, I know that they specifically are down four percent, so I'm which, only down, you know, sixty thousand dollars, which is not bad at all. And these are stocks that you know you want to be in for next year. That they're, they're the ones that I bought because I didn't want to miss them going up even more. The the day yeah. that that ninety percent news came out. Everything was up. All of these were up 10%. And I was like, that's a terrible time to buy, but I need to do it anyway because they could be up at another 10% tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm in, I'm in, I think I counted $5.6 million of bounce back. And I want to add another five, five, six, basically exactly another five, six of that. I want to basically double everything that I have. And that will happen in the next two weeks, hopefully. Yeah, I've got about 30% of my trade in so far. So you got to get in way deeper at some point. You just got to mm -hmm. figure out when. And I'm not sure if I'm just going to double and triple my names or if I'm going to um, add some different names too. Yeah. Um, by the way, getting back to Peloton, uh, listen, no one knows what's going to happen with Peloton here. I don't think we're going to know for a few months, probably six months, how they do post-pandemic. Uh, but it's going to it's going to trade trade in a range until then. I think the range is probably somewhere between 85 and 110. Maybe uh, maybe higher than 110, but 85 to 110 seems like the range. And uh, we'll, we'll just see what happens. Guys, I'm not selling my Peloton. I'm holding it. I'm holding the whole thing. So it hurt me today. We'll see what happens over the next few months. But that's a stock I'm not going to sell if people are curious. Huh. All right. Uh, Man, it hurt me. It's only like th it's only like three and a half percent of my portfolio, so I can't imagine <laughs> how much it yeah. hurt you. I mean, don't get me wrong, Jordan. If, if if I'm able to catch if I'm able to catch the Moderna data intraday at some point in the next two weeks, I will short Peloton temporarily. I'll I'll hedge it at the same time that I'm buying more bounce back stocks. Yeah. Uh, but for the time being, I'm just going to stay where I am. Oh, sorry, guys. I, I don't have my camera's not on a stand. It's on these stupid crates, and that's why it's shaking. It's not a camera; it's just my iPad. I won't touch it anymore. Okay. Uh, let's. You want to do a little Q and A, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Q and A. Let's do it. I, I just put the chat on the screen. So if you guys have questions, drop it in the chat. Unless we want to, do we want to have Q and A go to that other site? No, I just no. I just have it do have it go here. Uh, David. Yet Garians. Uh, no, we will not be home all of twenty one. I'm making appointments uh, with people right now for June of next year. So I'm planning to go out starting in June. Uh, I have dinners booked. Uh, you know, I'm getting real aggressive <laughs> with my schedule starting you, in June. You've opened up your dates in, in June. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I have every intention of getting the uh, vaccine in roughly April. Uh, and I want to give it to like end of May to kind of settle in, uh, get all through my system, you know, get those antibodies up and uh, starting in June, I'll, I'll be hitting, hitting the street again. I don't know about you guys. I, I don't even know what a calendar is anymore. I basically just, you know, have go day to day and just show up day. here. What's June? <laughs> June, is that, is, that, is that one of those months? Is that a month? I don't know. <laughs> this is what I'm excited about. I need to open this. Here's uh, my right problem. Like now that the Capital Factory is not gonna have a place in Dallas, where am I gonna go? 
Jordan, we'll have a we'll figure it we'll out. We'll find yeah, we'll find but... some office space. We should find yeah. a uh, a TV studio so that we can just do this more easily. Should we build a TV studio? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'd get like a get like a I don't know some kind of office space that has cool exposed brick walls or something. Yeah, I'm 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 up for it. Uh, by the way, guys. Yeah, everyone says AMC's popping after hours. I don't know why, uh, but they're also saying haunt guys here. Oh, after hours. There's after hours. Yeah, it's it is up. Uh, GTN. Um, yeah, we have a lot of work. <coughs> Excuse me. We have a lot of good episodes coming up next week. I think GTN. Let me see if that's. If that's you invited that guy. You invited Chris on, didn't you? Yeah, did he ever he respond? Said, Come on, I hope next week, right? So we're gonna did, he, did he reply? GTN. We're going to do an episode on GTN next week. We're going to bring on uh, Chris from our community, uh, who's been doing a lot of really cool analysis on them uh, in their local market uh, where they own a lot of stations uh, in Georgia. It's not an obvious trade, I don't think. I haven't made my mind up on it, but I think it's one worth talking about. Yeah, that, that'll happen next week, guys. Yeah, and, and that report is in our Discord. So if you guys are not a part of our Discord community, go to dumbmoney.tv slash Discord, and you can get invited to get in there. Um, and and I actually read it. Um, it's I I I kind of think it's an interesting, good idea trade. I just I don't know if it's already uh, if it's if it's already predicted that they're going to basically what we're talking about. GTN is great television. It's a it's a conglomerate of TV stations, and they happen to have a lot of TV stations in Georgia, and we're expecting um, the Senate runoff races to cause a lot of advertising in Georgia and potentially could uh, material impact their stock. So that's that's yeah. the play. A lot of it, a lot of that's already hit information, Perry. There's like one piece of information that I think has maybe not hit parity yet, and we'll discuss it on that episode next week. It'll be a fun one. The psychedelic episode, guys, you've heard about, that will be next week or the week after. If we can fit it in next week, we will. Um, what else? FSR after. I'm not I'm not in FSR. FSR? That is uh, Fisker. Oh, yeah. I'm not in Fisker, guys, uh, for no particular reason, because I'm in so many ZV stocks. I have a really nice portfolio of EV stocks. I'm really comfortable with my portfolio. Uh, Jordan, you're in a few as well, I think. You're in Plug and, and Helion or Hylion, right? Are you talking about Neo right now? No, I'm talking about uh, Helion and yeah. uh, Plug. I think you're in a couple of those EV stocks. I don't. Did you get into Neo? No. No, I thought it was overvalued, and so no. does this report. You don't care about that. I don't. Look I don't know if it. I don't know if it matters or not, but I'm not going to trade it. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about valuation. I will say this: before this dump today, I don't know how much it went down today. I'm up a quarter of a million dollars in Neo, just so you know, in two weeks, two and a half weeks. On how much so, did you invest? You 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 went in pretty hard with Neo. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look it up. I mean, I'm sure I lost probably a lot of that today. If you guys are saying it was down, I haven't even. Well, the, pro the, the it wasn't even down that much. I mean, it was it was down like ten per ten or twelve percent, but then it kind of shot back up. Um, but it was up ten percent before that report came out, and then it just 
and then that 10% went away. And then, um, uh, I know all the Chinese EV stocks were hot, hot, hot this week. Yeah. Uh, Howard Lindzen was talking about, I bought 10,000 shares of NEO and I'm up $182,000. And yeah. that, I bought it like two, two, three weeks ago, guys. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, so far really good, <laughs> crazy trade. Um, didn't, was not expecting that, but I did get really excited when I kind of read into uh, Discord's the dis or Discord channel's research on it and Leon's uh, research that he did on it. So I am glad that I, I bought in. That's for sure. Yeah, guys. By the way, we're not. I'm not selling any of my Biden stocks. Someone asked, "Are you selling Biden stocks?" No, we're. I'm in Biden stocks because. We think those stocks are going to outperform, at least in the early part of this new administration. So, uh, not there at the point where I'm thinking about selling them. You know, at some point, yeah. there, there weren't the any that you were just looking for, like a binary. Biden's announced, and those are going to take off the next day. These are more. These are these are going to benefit from a change in policies over the next several months, right? Yeah, I mean, there is one that I think hope maybe could react pretty quickly in the next few months, which is my short on uh, uh, camera stock. Kodak. It's, so it's Kodak. <laughs> I still can't believe people are trading Kodak. I just, I don't get it. Uh, I am barely up in that thing on that short. Still, It's still hanging out there in the sevens. So... Gan is going crazy, guys. I I should really check my own portfolio. How do I not date? You should know. <laughs> going you still have a lot of Gan. I have a lot of Gan. Yeah, it's it's back up there. I mean, what is it at? It's at uh, seventeen ninety right now. Why can't can I get my uh, portfolio? Oh, I can. I can alphabetize my portfolio. I just realized that in Ameritrade, that makes it a lot easier to find stocks. Yeah, I guess Boy. it would, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> I usually keep Ooh. mine sorted by uh, by market value, though, because I want to mainly just watch the top five, because the bottoms are not as important. Yeah, I like I like yeah, true. Yeah, but Gan has their earnings coming out. It's uh, on this chart. It says uh, November sixteenth is their earnings date. So wait, Sean something. L says that Leon sold. Did Leon sell Neo? Neo? Yeah, dude, he sold it to so I, I could. I'd have to go back. He put a message on here, but I think he said he rebought. He sold the day like right, right, right when the report came out. But he might have like I think he said he rebought. I could be wrong. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure if he's still hanging around on the chat or not. Okay. Um, All right. So he can clarify. But he said he's got a four X out of it, so good for him. Oh yeah, I mean the stock is just nuts. I think I he just it. did all I love, options. I love seeing people that do their homework and and get in on this stuff and kill it. I, I love seeing that. What else, guys? Palantir. Just don't ask me about Palantir because I've done zero homework on it. It's yeah, a company I I've known about for a long time, but I just I just don't love it. Honestly, I don't love it, and it's just not my thing. Uh, you know what? You, it's, it's up quite a bit, though, guys. You uh, are Unity, dude. Unity's going nuts. Unity dude. was doing. They had yes. earnings. I thought they missed earnings. They did. Well, they missed. So wow. they missed. Um, what did they do? They um, had a wider loss, uh, but more revenue than expected. Um, dude. Yeah, they just rocketed it back up today. Yeah, they're just destroying it. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Not believe we got in that thing at like twenty. I thought we were at 13. 
Oh, thirteen dollars a share is what we got. Yeah, <laughs> it's at one thirteen. It's like one thirteen, one fifteen. It's insane. Not bad. That's like a give up. Give up a fifth of those. Uh, one out of five dollars of your profit, though. I yeah. know. Aren't they at ten percent? They're not twenty percent. Are they at ten? I think they're ten. Yeah. So nice. guys, for those who don't know what insane. we're talking about, we when we bought Unity as a private company. Uh, we had to buy it into like a fund, like a special purpose vehicle. And these guys take 10% of our profits. So, you know, 10% of the money we make in Unity, uh, we have to give away. So, yeah, I, I put 200000 into Unity and now it's worth, it's worth like $2 million almost. And that's in like two years. But they're going to take two, well, they're going to take almost 200000 of that. That's, that's not the a business to be in. Why are we not in that business? Are they going to like, take us out to dinner at some point? I think they owe us, right? Like that's between our group, they're making like half a million, half a million dollars. dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's the business to be with, in. like no risk, by the way, because if it no, takes, no, they just get it, they just connect like, two they parties. Get all their money. Yeah, if there's a profit, they get the money, and if there's yeah. not, if we lose money, they don't take any of that. It's yeah. so disgusting. I, actually, we pay a fee up front, too. So it's a win-win for yeah. them. They either have yeah. the absolute minimum fee or they get a percentage of your profits plus the yeah. fee. They get both. They get both. Guaranteed. The fee is guaranteed for sure. Guys, why, 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 why didn't like, we get into that business? That would be so much easier than what we do. Yeah, but it's like when you feel like you were really... It's dirty, like, though. It's dirty. You're just like going around just, and like trying to sell people on random startups and it's not doing... even that it's dirty it's just it's dirty like, i don't know it just doesn't it's not fun you know it's like it's not you, you're never stressed out you're just like you're a banker you're a banker like i don't want to be a banker like like we're going to be dead in some number of tens of years and do you want to spend your life just being a banker no like that's that's what stink um all right so we've got a comment that i'd like to address where she goes is asking, uh, is the new MacBook Air really worth it? Look, Dave and I are not IT professionals. We can't give <laughs> IT advice. <laughs> but we pretty yes, much are. It's worth it. <laughs> I think, I mean, I'd like, I'm not going to buy it because I've, uh, I've already got a plethora of computers right in front of me, if you could see. But uh, if I need oh one, I would Dave, buy it. You got to go right now. We have to. We have the live. Ep we have a live episode airing right now on our OG channel. We got a live premiere. Remember? Oh, okay. Well, let's uh, do that right now, guys. We need. Let you me guys make sure it's speaker. on there. We have um, worked really hard on a super fun uh, edited episode about our big election call when we called the election, and we're putting it on the OG channel, which is YouTube forward slash Dumb Money. And we want a live premiere, literally right this second. And we want to 